All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. You ever been kicked in the nuts before? You ever been kicked in the nuts for what feels like a month straight? Well, I sure have because that's how I feel doing this show after every single Oilers game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oilers Nation. After I lose all hope, we are live from a different version of the Sports Closet Studio where the first YouTube comment is, I, I don't even care. I don't even, there's so many in here. I don't even know where to begin. I definitely can't begin from the top. It's a bad one, people. I said we were one step away from rock bottom. This this is officially rock bottom. I don't even know what to say, and we're going to get into it, but I would like to start off the show with an apology. Myself and Tyler Uremchuk, we give you all the hope and all the reason to believe in this hockey team before every game during pre-gaming. We give you all the need-to-know information. We give you all the stats, all the predictions, all the betting lines. And I sit here after every single game like an absolute clown, apologizing for the Oilers' effort and apologizing for my horrible takes. Well, today, it only felt appropriate to dress for the job like the clown that I absolutely am and feel like on your dress for the job you want, as they say. Because I feel like I'm walking around with absolute clown shoes on my feet, with my Oilers takes, with my Betway bets and my predictions. 
and my general feel of this team overall. I don't have a grasp on this squad whatsoever. Was this Jay Woodcroft's last game as an Oiler? Was this Ken Holland's last game peering down from above? I don't know. I'm broken. I don't have any answers. I'm okay with trade discussion about every single player on this team because we simply haven't been good enough and we have hit rock bottom. Get a good look, people, because doesn't not does not get lower than 32nd in the NHL. I'd like to bring in my other clown, Tyler Remchuk, as he is here with me. <laughs> Tyler. Yeah. How you doing? I am uh, posting on Instagram. I am depressed. I am ready for 30 minutes of a lot of emotions, Aaron. Um, man, that is... Uh, <laughs> it sucks, man. I'm wearing this one. This <laughs> is just like... I mean, I I don't know where to start with this. Like, it it's bad, dude. And this, this straight up sucks. Um, it feels like the beginning of the end year. I think this is in all likelihood going to be a really, really painful final 70 games here in Edmonton. And I think we're heading towards the summer that they're going to write books about one day. Yep. I sure think so. One positive in the chat. I see uh, the Jason Greger cul-de-sac thing, right? Isn't that, isn't sure, that a possibility? Yeah. I mean, so, I don't take a lot of joy out of watching Jason Greger look, uh, look like a, look a little silly. I would have preferred the Oilers win. I am very upset right now. Yep. Uh, this team, Tyler, it looks like, I don't want to say that they've given up, but as a lifelong Edmontonian, as an Oilers fan, I know what a shitty hockey team looks like. And this looks like a shitty hockey team right now. That's exactly what I'm seeing, Ty. Yeah. And your eyes are not deceiving you, AB. Um, this is a team that is. I got to take way... this off. This is just ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Uh, I love the, I love the bit though. It's a, it's a great bit. This is a team that's too much in their own heads. Um, they come out of the gates. They have a couple of good shifts. And I don't know whether it's the stars in that locker room. I don't know what it is. Um, but they they get full of themselves. And they think it's going to come easy. And they think they're above working hard. And I don't think that's a trait. that I don't think it's a trait that's fixable, man. I, I, I'm at that point now. Um, I Like Leon Dreisaitl goes out there. Mopes floats around for a period for 30 minutes because he knows, ah, well, whatever. If we start like shit, I'll just play with Connor the back half of the game and then things will get even worse and then I'll get to play with Connor next game. Who gives a shit, right? Um, this team's absolutely quit on Jay Woodcroft. He's got to go. I think there are tougher conversations to have in the summer about core pieces of this hockey team, not named Connor McDavid, but I mean, this this is year nine, man. This is year nine. Year nine, year 10, whatever the fuck we're in and it we're the last place team in the nhl on november 9th so it's it's not going to get better it's not going to get better yep i there is a multitude of issues with this team i don't even know where to begin to start something is seriously looks seriously wrong with power play one for me i do not know what it is it's time to switch it up power play one has felt like the only consistent thing in my life for like the last two years it feels like it's failing me. Yep. I can only watch Nuge hesitate so many times. I can only watch cross-ice passes to dry that fail so many times. I can only watch Evan Bouchard fail to keep a puck in so many times. That, for me, is getting incredibly frustrating. But, hey, let's get into, let's do it quickly, the Crown Royal scoring summary. We love Crown Royal. I just want to, should we just pull one? 
Should we just, yeah. Yeah, pour one out for the boys. Miserable. Ooh. Miserable. That was delicious. Shout out Crown Royal. I'm yeah. miserable. I needed that. I needed that actually. A little yeah. pick me up. Makes me feel better in the stomach. But scoring summary is brought to you by Crown Royal. They're the best. They're consistent. They won't let you down like the Edmonton Oilers do. They're always there when you need them. They're right here on my desk. So the game started off, of course, one nothing Sharks. one nothing goal as a man standing untouched in front of the net. I believe it was Thomas Hurdle goes behind the net, feeds it out front. I thought Dylan Holloway was probably responsible for that one. Classic theme continues. Looks the wrong the way, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, Dylan Holloway, there are two guys to cover. There is a guy in the in the in front of your crease, and there's a dude at the top of the circles. Why do you think the guy at the top of the circles is the one that needs covering? Furthermore, two defensemen standing on the goal line looking at the dude passing the puck. Come on. Yeah, it was oh man, it was it was frustrating right there. And I thought yep. that the Oilers had a good start in the first period. So it was a little dicey. Sharks had a couple chances. Stuart Skinner made some saves. The boys had two early power plays, needed to capitalize. Once again, I said those cross-ice passes to Leon. I, everyone in their dog knows when it's coming, and it feels like we don't have another play. He said, I'm feeling Nuge is just hesitating in everything he's doing. He's gripping the stick. Everybody is gripping the stick. It continued on. The Oilers, though, they were able to tie it. 1-1. Great breakout from the second line there. Darnell Nurse steps up in the rush, dry feeds him. Goes down 2-1-1, decides to keep it. Hey, rips one, top shelf. I love Darnell Nurse. He did have a horrible pinch later in the game. Second goal, hey, we got on the board. I had hope. I did have hope. Man, when that first goal was scored against, though, I this chat here on the YouTube just started going in of everybody, and I, oh, my God, I know what kind of night it's going to be. Then, of course, short-lived, the San Jose Sharks were able to get their second goal of the game in the third period from, I believe, Philip Zadina. Good breakout by the Sharks. Bad bounce somehow, some way ends up on the stick of Tomas Hurdle. Once again, you can blame the bad bounce all you want, but there is a guy wide open in the high slot, untouched. I understand you didn't think the puck was going to go there. Also, why didn't you think the puck was going to go to the middle of the ice? Tyler, break that one down for me. Yeah, that like that's that's bad luck. Um I, I would Is love it though? Because give... he's still uncovered in front of the net. Yeah, like, I you're get right. It. You're yeah, right. Like the bounce. Yeah, it, it's a lot of puck watching, and that really is part of the issue here with the Oilers. Is they they love just staring at the play and okay, let's watch the puck. When can I start breaking up ice? And and that was another example of it. So, um, yeah, man, uh, that's that's another bad one. I I will also like, I am going to go through probably forty emotions on this stream because I go back and I rewatch that goal as we're sitting here. Why can't the Oilers get a bounce off the shin pads right to a guy wide open back door? Like, why couldn't we get that in the final two minutes of the hockey game? You know, it's just, oh my God, last year. And I know I'm totally disrupting what you're doing on the show, but like oh, last oh. year, Connor McDavid would score at will every game. He was good for one or two. Either he scores it himself or he's the lone setup man. That dude looks average right now. I mean, and this is, I know it's not on Connor. I'm not sitting here and, and going to put all the blame on 97. But, like, they've lost two, three, one-goal games now where 97 hasn't done anything and 29 hasn't done anything. And it's like the identity of this team has always been that their stars will kill you. 
and their stars are pedestrian. Their stars are sitting idly by and watching the team get murdered. I don't get it. Connor McDavid is not the best player on this team right now. In fact, I don't even know who is the best player on this team. It's not him, Warren Fogle. Maybe, like, I don't know, maybe he has the most effort. Once again, guy's so snake-bitten. This entire team is so incredibly snake-bitten. There was a point in that second period, man, they couldn't complete a pass. They couldn't get a breakout going. There was a power play. I can't remember if it was the second or the third. They were breaking out of their end. And Bouchard iced the puck, and I lost it. I think I hit my limit for the amount of, oh, my and just curse words screaming. I'm trying to hold it in together for the show. I apologize if I do curse. I'm seeing it in the chat here from everybody. We have a shit ton in here right now, Tyler. If you guys like the video, maybe that will force some kind of move, a Jay Woodcroft move, a Ken Holland move, a a move of any kind. I don't care what it is. Continuing, sorry, with the Crown Royal scoring ceremony. Let's get this over. 3-1 Sharks. Darnell pinches on the left side of the boards. Another odd man rush given up by the Oilers. Cross ice feed, back of the net. You heard that story before, Ty? Yeah, that's just for the amount of times and I have always been a guy who will step up for Darnell Nurse because I think the fan base is too hard on him. Over the last two, three games, how many times have we seen Darnell Nurse throw a back foot wrister right at the goalie's chest after 60 seconds of straight pressure? And you go, man, why would you throw that puck on net there? when a rim around the boards holding on to it for half a second would have extended the onslaught, kept the other team tired and on the ice. And that's the play where Darnell Nurse decides, well, I shouldn't throw this on net, even though there's traffic. I shouldn't just rim this around, even though there's a lane. I should try to make an extra move with no one behind me. What are you thinking? Again, a guy right here who fights for Darnell Nurse a lot. That's two of us. Dumb as shit. That's I did. I can't even put that in an articulate sentence, Aaron. It was just dumb as shit. It's poetic, Tyler. You you took the words right out of what my mouth. What are we doing? I, I see people in here asking me if they can swear. You can let it rip tonight. I keep saying that for every after dark because somehow this keeps getting worse. Let it rip in the chat. I'll read it out loud. Hey, we'll go there. Flames Nation is in the chat right now. They're oh, having Udo. a great time. Oh, be careful, boys. We we dusted you in the Heritage Classic. Dude, there's so many problems. We'll get into the good, bad, and oily in just a moment. I wanted to just... Uh. <laughs> I need a stress ball. I need my clown nose back. I need to squeeze it. I thought Louis DeBrusque had a good point in the very beginning of the game. He said that the players are so focused on their own game and getting out of their own rut that they're not playing a team game. I mm. kind of... That stood out to me a little bit because... I don't have any other explanation to why they can't complete passes three feet in front of them. Tyler, do you subscribe to Louie's theory there, maybe? Oh, man. I <laughs> I don't, like, when it comes to stuff like that, or even just, like, blaming it on, like, oh, like, their confidence is a little shot right now or something like that. That feels like a cop-out because, I mean, you watch this team in the second period, Aaron. They got outworked by the worst team in the NHL. I mean, granted, they're now the worst team in the NHL, which is pretty messed up. Um, But they got outworked. So you can sit there and be like, oh, they're gripping the stick too tight. They're, you know, they're overthinking their passes. They're trying too hard to finish off. Okay, sure, I guess. But that doesn't make up for the lack of effort from some really high-paid hockey players on this hockey team. 
how can Warren Fogle and Dylan Holloway be the only two guys in the top nine who take a single hard stride in the second period. So sure. You want to sit there and be like, well, it's tough to be a professional and it's tough to go out there when things aren't going your way. And it's hard to get momentum. The other team gets paid too. yada, 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 yada. I'm, I don't care. You can grip the stick hard and, and still find a way to muster up something against the San Jose sharks or go hit someone. Leon Dreisler, the only time that dude shows emotion is late in a blowout game when he decides he's kind of sick of skating around half-assed and he wants to go chop someone in the back of the leg and sit for two. Like, or I'm losing just, his I'm shit so on a referee. Yeah, sure. Like, I, again, it's just... That's the only time this core group shows emotion. And it's it's beyond annoying. It's beyond annoying. And tonight, you can sit there and say, bad bounces right into the slot. I agree. That was a bad bounce on the hurdle goal. You can sit there and say, well, they put up 40 shots. Like, eventually, you'll start winning. I agree. I said that early in the year. I said, eventually, the puck's got to start going in. But puck luck and effort go hand in hand to an extent. If you sit there and throw three good chances at the net and they get stopped, the solution can't be, oh, hey, we're back, baby. Let's kick our feet up. Let's keep dishing out sweet saucer passes. We're good. We're going to settle in. We're going to get one. No, it's got to be work harder. And what happened tonight was a decent start. And they thought, we got these guys. We're turning pucks over. This team sucks. We're getting looks. We're going to be totally fine. And they went to bed for 20 minutes. And and you can't get a game back that way. You're not going to beat NHL hockey teams doing that, especially when your power play is no longer bailing you out and your studs are no longer bailing you out, which is exactly what this is. Yep, I like your thing there about the puck luck, but it's got to be lucky to be good and you got to be good to be lucky. Luck comes with effort for me. You create your own luck on the ice at least maybe not in real life but hey that let's let's dig into this one let's get her going with the good bad and the oily presented by alberta blue cross there's only one thing better than sharing memories besides deleting these ones i say this every episode but it's making new ones tyler you're gonna be making some some new good or bad memories this weekend on the nation vacation but i'm sure you have alberta blue cross because their travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Okay, Gavin, give me the good. Ha, good one. That's what he, that's what we, there is absolutely nothing good that I'm taking out of this game. For a moment, I thought during this, hey, Jack Campbell's starting tonight. Hey, maybe there's some good. Maybe he'll have a great game. Nope. There is literally nothing good that has come out of this tonight. Tyler, anything for you? Maybe that will actually see some action taken from this team after this game because someone's head has to roll, right? Uh, Yeah. So the good for tonight, um, I managed my beers pretty well. I got one more still left in the, in the beer fridge downstairs. So decent positive there. Uh, the right guy won Big Brother 25. Big, big moment for me. Um, got to watch the finale. Um I think I'm, that's kind of it. Like, I mean, sure. Are changes going to come after tonight? Absolutely. Do I take any sort of joy in sitting here and being like, Jay Woodcroft's probably getting fired tomorrow? No, because I stand by the fact he's the best coach this team has had in well over a decade. Um, so that that's not even a positive. That's letting this core group off the hook again. That's giving them what they want. I'll, I can have more on that in a bit. I don't have any positives. Yep, I don't either. Let me know in the chat if you do. I see everybody just keeps saying cup or bust. Well, it's bust. Yeah, that line has really come back to bite us in the ass. That's 
That is one I've been seeing absolutely everywhere. BN says, Beer League hockey is better than the Oilers. Patrick, a 15-game heater saves the season. That's right. Yeah, Andrew Holt, 40 shots on net, just a couple less than I drank. Yeah, I think if you're still awake, hey, I commend you for being in this chat right now, for hanging out with us, being up this late. Blake's putting up a white flag. This, this is as dark as it can possibly get right now. Fire Kenny. Here, I'll ask you this. Who do you think is more likely, Woody or Kenny? Oh, Woody. It's yeah, not even close. I, I think they're going to let Ken Holland play out this season. I don't agree with that decision. That is just what I believe. Um, I don't think we're getting the dual firing tomorrow morning. I think we're getting Jay Woodcroft out of here, and your guess is as good as mine in all likelihood on who's, uh, on who's sliding in. Bruce Boudreaux, maybe. I think they go with something that's more of a hard ass thing. Um, someone who who's a little bit tougher, but who are we kidding? That that's not fixing anything here. Nope. It's gonna be Glenn Gulletson behind the bench. Oh, don't combing his hair behind there. I'm sure of it. I can see it already. I'm not looking forward to that, but hey, tomorrow, Oil's Nation every day at noon. It's going to be spicy. Oh, I have some good. I have one good. It's seeing Luke Gazdick on the Sportsnet panel. I love seeing that guy. He's always got great takes. Tyler, where else could you see him? Maybe tomorrow around 12 Mountain. Yeah, tomorrow, 1201. ON every day. We're gonna have our boy, uh, we're gonna have our boy Luke Gazdick on the show. We'll talk about everything. We'll probably talk about probably talking about a coaching change. Um, so yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, let's move on to the bad. This one's pretty obvious. Every single area. Tyler, I'll let you go first. For my everything, I have PP1. I have the breakout. I have gripping the stick too much, fighting it, whatever dumb term you want to use. Can't clear the front of the net, give up way too many odd man rushes, or simply look like they have given up on the season. I'll let you go first on the bad. Which one of those? You know what? I'm going to take this in a different direction. It's Ooh. the second last power play they got in the hockey game where Connor and Leon went out there and just buzzed. And Nuge was getting into areas and Hyman selling out his body, and Bush was making smart plays, and they were just humming. That's the bad, Aaron, because why the hell can't you do that for more than 48 seconds in the third period when you're down 3-1 to the San Jose Sharks? Again, the effort's in them. When they play well, when they try hard and stay disciplined, they dominate hockey teams. <laughs> dominate them and they go out there and just think they're too good to try they think they're too cool to try and that's the stretches of that hockey game where they played well are my bad because it's in them and they choose not to do it whether and if it's them wanting to get their coach fired which that's really messed up and if you have a group of guys who have now done this to three or four head coaches, then this is, they're never going to win. They're never going to win. They'll never win. So it, the bad tonight is the good stretches because it's really messed up that they can crank it up for a few minutes when they're on the power play, when they're all playing together and on the ice and they get to try to highlight real stuff. That's the only time they crank it up. It's disgusting. Yeah. I'll kind of add on to that. I even in the sick puppy oiler fan fashion, I am, the fact that Nuge scored that last goal and it gave you that little bit of hope and you see it. I typed in the chat here and I was, we've got life, people. 
even that, just because you know that they can put it on, boom, they got one. Okay, they finally got the bounce. Where was some of that effort for the whole game? That second period, that is also a specific thing in the bad for me. That was painful to watch. Things got out of hand so fast. I haven't written down in my notes here that I screamed, holy blank, and oh my God, X amount of times. I've never hit that level before. I watched this game alone in my living room, and I was jumping around all over this place. Snake bitten doesn't even begin to describe it. I, my God, uh, bad as well. Uh, I think we lost Ryan Whitney on the Oilers Nation bandwagon. He made it very public that if the Oilers lost this game tonight, he would be done with the Oilers. I'm not a fan of that because once an Oiler, always an Oiler, and Whit Dog preaches that. There it is on your screen. The day has come. If Edmonton loses tonight, that's it for me and Oilers Nation. I don't want this to end, but nothing lasts forever. I guess we've lost to Whit Dog. That's going to be tough for Edmonton Oilers fans everywhere. Ty, did we lose you yet? It's just, here's the thing, is like a 10-game win. I know, man, it, it's, we're playing the hits. They need to win 10 in a row to even like start to think about being a team that can make a run for the playoffs. 10 in a row at some point this year is what you'll have to win now to get this thing back on track. So how can you ever get excited about one game? How can you get excited about one win? How can you sit there? Like, I'm going to watch it in Seattle on Saturday. I'll be in the building. And if they win, go to bed. And if they beat the Islanders on Monday night, go to bed. And if they beat the Kraken again, I'll go, well, three in a row, sure. But you lost to the freaking Sharks. I'll go to bed. And we'll keep hosting the show every day and going through the motions. And... Until they win 10 in a row, this team's not worth getting excited about. And I will tell you right now, this group, their mental makeup, what they've shown through 12 games, they're not winning 10 in a row. Yep, this team has quit on the nation. But Tyler, you and I will not quit. I will be nope. in this desk. I will do this show all season long because it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. They never said it'd be easy, Tyler, but we're going to rally. We're going to keep going or... We're going to keep talking to each other off the ledge for this entire season. Okay. Take a look at the oily, Gavin. Whip it up for me here. What's next? Where do you go from here? I am sure the Oilers are going to be the talk of every sports talk show. I said before today, we lose this game. I'm going to have to listen to the Eastern media talk about how Connor McDavid gets to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I Oh, that hurts my soul. I know I'm going to do a Leafs morning take tomorrow. They're going to bring that up probably watching the show right now get out of the chat boys you don't deserve to be in here but tyler where do you go next from this it's jay it's ken is it a trade ah uh, you tell me uh i like no one's helping you out with a trade right like you know whatever gm you've maybe been calling the last couple of days if you're ken holland um no gm's picking up tomorrow and saying i'll give you a good deal kenny you deserve it no, they're going to say, ooh, whatever price I was asking a week ago, can chalk another prospect or a pick onto that thing. I, I'm not making it easy for you, Ken. Um, so, like, is a trade happening tomorrow? In all likelihood, no. Like, let's be real. Um, is a coaching change happen tomorrow? I would be... We're going to do our show, 1201 Mountain. Um, I would be stunned if we don't have a new head coach or, or at least an announcement that Jay Woodcroft is done by tomorrow. Uh, will we get a GM change? Probably not. I, I I think we should. 
I think Jack Campbell and a handful of other unforced errors by Ken Holland should not should should be enough for him to lose the ability to go out on his own terms. Again, Hall of Fame GM, great years. I think he did a lot of good stuff here in Edmonton, but the errors are so bad that you don't get to run out your contract. Uh, you, you can, like I said earlier this week, you can put the swipe card on the desk and, and you can get out of here too. But I think tomorrow we see Jay Woodcroft fired and it's probably another couple of weeks of really bad shit before, uh, before Ken Holland also gets shown the door. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. That might not seem physically possible, but uh, I think it could. I see Liam is in here. He's saying fire Ken and that he doesn't deserve to fire Jay. I also subscribe to that. If you're going to fire one, I feel like you're firing both. Just clean house right here. Try and turn that page right there. Maybe trap lightning in a bottle if you do something like that. Once again, it's like you talk about the accountability. Like I've read people being like, well, if you fire the coach, it'll show the players that they need to be accountable. I'm like, well, didn't Jack Campbell show that? Also, they're professional athletes. I think they are accountable. They know they need to play better. If they could, I'm sure they would. But maybe it's not that simple. I don't know. To move along, we're going to get into the DoorDash hot and cold performers of the game. DoorDash, Tyler, say ding dong. Ding dong. You're so broken. So am I. I'm trying to put on a brave face right now. Trying to power through. DoorDash, for a limited time only, our listeners can now get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code, all capitals, Nation25, hot performer of the game. There was hot garbage out there on the ice, but my hot performer is going to be every single person in this chat right now. I'm seeing there's over a 1,000 in here right now. You guys are the real MVPs. You are the armchair GMs. You're the armchair coaches. I need. We all need to get in there and play NHL 24, try and make some trades, see what we can do. Send our emails over to Ken. Tyler, just beat yourself over the head with that. Who's your hot performer of the game, if you have any? You got to get creative here. Uh, ooh, I'll go, I'll go virtual golf. I think, uh, I'll probably spend a lot more time virtual golfing over the next six months, really trying to get myself in shape for uh, the upcoming season. Um, I think that's about it. Need to find something that'll bring me joy because work won't, the Oilers won't. I'll largely be a miserable shell of a human for the next number of months. So, um, man, it's wild how many people are watching this show right now. Um, like one of our most viewed live events ever when you consider how many people are also watching on Facebook and Twitter. And I was chatting with my girlfriend when the Oilers are down 3-1 and she was like, oh, like at least the show gets a lot of viewers. And it's like, yeah, but I'm miserable. Won't anyone yeah. think of me? I don't <laughs> like talking. I don't like 1,300 people or 1,400 people, whatever we're at, tuning in to be like, oh, we're also all pissed off with your M. Chuck. Like, this isn't fun. The regular season was supposed to be boring. Oh, my God. Tyler, this job of mine was supposed to be fun. I said I signed up for this. We look, we made up a verbal meme of me looking back, trying to stop myself, going, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it, Aaron. You don't want to commit to this for the year. Because, oh, my God, has this not gone the way that I envisioned, the way anyone envisioned. It's going to be a long season. We do have the best job in the world. Don't get me wrong. We really do. Yeah. But they are, they are testing our limits right now. My cold performer of the game. It's obvious. It's Jay Woodcroft. Sayonara, buddy. I know maybe people are still out there. If you are a Jay Woodcroft supporter, I understand. I get it. 
He has the best record that I've seen for another's coach in so long. We seem like we do this. We turn him over every couple of years. I don't want to do this. I like Jay. I like the visual of him leaning on the bench. I like everything about him. He seems like a sweetheart, but he's got to go at this point. Nothing he's made of moves has worked out. You went to the line blender again. I've seen a lot of people in here complaining about that. I felt like his arm was maybe a little twisted. Ryan McLeod was not cutting it on the first line for me. So he puts the big dogs together. You can blame that. You can blame everything. You can blame players. It's gone on enough silver linings, moral victories. I need action. Jay, see you later, buddy. Cold performer, Tyler? Cold performer of the night. Oof. Man, that is a tough one. I See, I, I, I like Jay Woodcroft. So... Uh, and it's really, I, I mean, the Cole performance. I, I, I do too. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll say it's the end of the Woodcroft era, man. Like, this guy comes in. He's to an extent like a bit of a homegrown coach, right? Like, he could have went and gotten an NHL assistant job somewhere else. He said, no, I'm going to go down to Bakersfield, learn to run my own bench. He comes up. Battle of Alberta season. The Oilers win. The shot of him was Sutter. Even last year, I, I thought he did a good job for the most part up until the Vegas series. Like, that should have been our guy. That should have been our John Cooper. Um, the dude who hangs out for the next decade and coaches this hockey team and leads us on runs. Like the fact that it's not, and now we're back. Like, and again, I I don't think he deserves to be fired, but the team's clearly quit on him. So like he's gotta go. Um, the fact that we're now starting that all over again, like, and you know the guy they pick up midseason is gonna be a retread. Like they're not going and giving someone new a shot. If if it's Ken Holland making the hire, he's not going and finding someone in the AHL or whatever and calling them to, to run this team. No, it's going to be an old boy. So I think we're taking a massive step back with it. So the end of the Jay Woodcroft era, again, assuming it happens, we're all like, as, I think it's a fair assumption at this point. I'm obviously not reporting anything, but like if it is the end, it's my cold performer. Yeah, I, man, I can't even keep track of this trade right now. I saw people in here saying Liam for GM. So at this point, hey, Liam's got lots of good ideas. I'd be very down for that. He had the crew win 11-1 last night. I asked him how he did it. He said a well-scouted team. Boom. There it is, Ken. Uh, let me get a squeeze in another quick ad read here for Wendy's. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year and with daily face-off. Tyler, your daily face-off. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that have you savoring the sweet taste of victory. But if your fantasy team doesn't win, you can still enjoy a new Wendy's barbecue bacon cheeseburger delivered straight to your door. Maybe use DoorDash. Hey, we love DoorDash. I keep saying it after so many games, DoorDash, some Wendy's and Crown Royal. If you haven't done that yet, holy shit, do that now. This is the night to do that. Wendy's is the best. We love Wendy's. Ty, I want to talk to you about Stuart Skinner, your thoughts on his play tonight. I didn't necessarily think he was god-awful by any means. What do I see here? 15 saves on 18 shots. All right, I take back what I just said. I mean, the eye test, that's the next option in net. Thank you, Gavin. That's the only thing that I think is going to make sense right now. Ty, right, what do you think of Stu? I actually thought he was good. I'm mm -hmm. actually going to take like the opposite stance that I have after a lot of games, and it's like, okay, the shot clock actually wasn't that indicative of how they played because, like, out of those 18, Aaron, like, I, I can think of three or four right off the bat. There were great A's that Stu stepped up and stopped for him. He didn't face a lot of 
chances around the edges. He didn't face a lot of weak wristers from the blue line. I think there was a few, but not a lot. He got beat on a guy left alone in front, one-timing a puck to the far side, not his fault. A one-timer on a two-on-one, not his fault. So, like, this is actually the first game where I sit there and go, the Oilers outshot the other team pretty bad, but goaltending wasn't the issue. Yep, I agree with that. I think I think a fair amount of people in here do. Tyler, as well, I didn't see the end score. What the, what was the Bakersfield-Abbotsford-Canucks game? How did that end, do you know? Uh, it ended with Jack Campbell giving up a absolutely freaking insane number of goals to an American League team, including one that was Did so Did you weak, see the man. one? Yeah, you saw the one. Oh, my God. So, yeah, he get, he ended up giving up four goals on the game, uh, four goals on 20 shots. So, Jack Campbell, in case you were uh, wondering, uh, he's absolutely not back. Yeah, wow. Those preseason numbers seem like a mile away. Once again, Mackenzie Blackwood looked look, look pretty good. Looked pretty good out there tonight. I thought uh, I saw so many people in the chat saying, I'll trade Leon Dreisaitl for him straight up in the intermission. See if that could happen. Obviously, that was not possible. A lot of people in here giving Liam some love. So that is always good. You know, Tyler, I also brought up before that people said Dylan Holloway reminds them of Nail Yakupov. The more I watch, the more I'm starting to just kind of, it's the chased by bees mentality. It's the thing. I always see Dylan Holloway. He shows effort on the forecheck. He's always buzzing. He's always skating. I get scared several moments a game that he goes so hard into the boards. I feel like he's going to snap his leg or something in there. What do you think of Dylan Holloway with Leon Dreisaitl tonight and Warren Fogle? Uh, I thought I thought 55 and 37 were dragging 29 into it for most of those shifts. I know Jason Strudwick had that tweet as well, and I read it, and I was like, man, Strudy, that, that shit is bang on, man. Um, yeah, that's disappointing as a whole. Dylan Holloway probably had his best game of the season, but even then, it's just like there's so many moments where it's like no killer instinct. Like you pick up the puck, you get this full head of steam, and you – you fumble F it into the corner, right? And, and it rolls off your stick. You get stick checked. You can't get the shot through the lane. A guy blocks Shoot it. it. And it's just, it's just those little things that, like, not there for him. It's not there for him yet. He, I, yeah, he skates hard. There. He pushes the pace the right way, but, like, can't score. So he's not an NHLer. Yeah, it's really fighting it. It's the, it's the swarm by bees chasing around, being chased by bees. Once again, broken record. Odd man rushes, can't clear the front of the nets. I'm just going to keep saying this every game. There's no way I can get in that locker room and get in someone's head to say, hey, like the Dylan Holloway one allowed against, hey, maybe take the guy in front of the net. That's been a theme yet again. Ty, do we have hope that this is ever going to stop? Or is this is this just what the Edmonton Oilers do in their own defensive end now? This is just what they do. There's There's no commitment here. This is a group of guys who love turning the play the other way. They They don't. Yes. They don't take pride in, in being stingy defensively. If you ask them if they'd rather win a game 2-0 or 7-6, they'd say 7-6 because it means more goals um, and, and more stats. They they don't give a shit about playing in their own end. No, no, they don't. This hurts me to read this out loud from Kennedy's Trash. Leon being terrible, I'm so sad. That gives me no joy that Kennedy's had to admit, but he has been trash. He looks disinterested. He looks like he doesn't give a shit out there. He looks broken. Because he, um, he, he's too cool for it, man. Like, yeah, oh, that you, is want it. Him, you want him to go drive the play? You want him to go lay a hit and set the tone early in the hockey game? He's never done that. 
He's never done that. The moments where he's considered one of the best players in the world is when his one-timer from the bottom of the circles is humming. Aside from that, what does he do? Like, I don't know, man. It's just, he, he, he can't. He, how many times has he driven play on his own, on his own line? There's been stretches. I will fully admit that. And he is a, he's a top five talented player in the NHL, but he doesn't, he doesn't go out there and take over hockey games. Rarely, rarely will he go out there and be the bona fide best player on the ice from an effort and skill perspective. There's nights where he'll fire home three one-timers from his office and you go and understandably so respectfully. So you go, damn, that is impressive shit. Like no one else in the league can do that. The way he just pinpoints his spot from that circle outside of that. I see Dale here. Our boy calls him a backpack. Like backpacks are useful, man. Everybody needs a good backpack. But if my house is on fire, the first thing I'm not, I'm grabbing is not my backpack. Yeah, that's very true. I, uh, I kind of want to push back a little bit there when you're saying that he doesn't, you haven't seen him carry it until you use the word skill and effort. Cause yes, I've seen him be the best guy out there with straight up skill, but never not the effort, the, the want it, the winning battles, laying hits, doing the extra thing, going the extra mile. I will agree with that. Spicy Tyler, people in here are just calling you broken Tyler. You're oh, I so am. Dejected. You're sitting back in your seat. It's just, it's a late one. It's almost midnight. I love every single one of you in here. Please smash the like button. If you appreciate Tyler and I staying up late, hammering back some crown Royal, trying to talk, talk us through this thing. So the more we move along, I want to ask you confidence level for Saturday. You are going to the game in Seattle. This trip was meant to be fun. This was supposed to be a good time. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of happy that I chose not to go on this one because I don't know. It feels it feels like a mad idea of a trip, but hey, you're going on a trip with all kinds of awesome, awesome nascent, awesome nation citizens. Fuck me, it's late. Tyler, you excited? Are you confident for this game? No, I'm not confident. Jesus, I <laughs> come on, Aaron. How are we gonna be confident right now? Um, no, they're gonna get smoked. Like, come on. I just watched Seattle tonight go out there and give the Colorado Avalanche fits and work their bags off. The Oilers aren't outworking shit. Me, you, and Gavin could go out there. They wouldn't outwork us right now. Like, come on, man. I'd be putting a full effort out there. I'd at least be trying. I might not be the strongest skater, but I <laughs> give effort. And, you know, we as a company give effort. So if you are here watching us live, maybe for the first time, if you realize you can't get in the chat, it's because you have to be subscribed. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. If we hit 20, 30,000, whatever the goal is for subscribers, Tyler has to do something absolutely ridiculous and sexy at the end I'll of the quit. year. I'll just so quit my job. That, that could be very cool. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. Tyler, I'm going to ask you, oh, we're going to power down here. We have Oilers Nation every day tomorrow. We have Luke Gazdick with us. Likelihood that Jay Woodcroft is fired by 12.01 p.m. tomorrow. Or is it going to happen during the show? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com/acast code acast. Um I'll they say I'll say 85% chance he's scrapped by noon tomorrow. Okay. I was going to say 75. Yeah, like it's it's up there. Like is it a lock? No, cuz they're still on the road. Like if this was the final game of the road trip, I would be like 98. Maybe they give him one more one more strike at it here and it's like a hey, save yourself against Seattle and you better win 10 in a row or else you're hooped. Um but yeah, it's, it's probably the end here. And I and I see my boy Josh asks in the chat, "How do you lose a room after 12 games?" I I think this is maybe brew this has been brewing for longer than we care to admit. I think this is a little bit of uh of inmates running the asylum. I I think this I think this has been percolating for maybe longer than we cared to to recognize and that's myself included, man. I I I just don't even know. Yeah, I really couldn't imagine this in my worst nightmares. Positive from Katie here. Maybe Woodcroft can join you guys at Oilers Nation since he'll be looking for a job soon. Hey uh- We're always looking to upgrade the team. Maybe hey. to break down some footage. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Won't tell us how to fix it, but he'll know what's going wrong. Uh Tyler, <laughs> hey. last question. Stuart Skinner or Pickard on Saturday? Uh probably Stu. I think he played uh I think he played good enough tonight to probably earn another start. Um yeah, I I think I probably go with Stu, man. Um it it is unbelievable how many of you are are sticking around though and watching this stream still. Like I mean I know people are dropping in there they're like oh Tyler's broken or whatever but in all honesty part of what, part of what makes this tolerable from a work perspective coming in and doing these shows here is just the fact that you guys care just as much as we do like I mean I'm sitting here man I I didn't sit down in the last 5 minutes of that hockey game it's a goddamn game against the San Jose Sharks on November 9th and I didn't sit down for the final 6 minutes or whatever of that hockey game. That is absolute insane person behavior. Um but I know a bunch of you guys were all there with me. So that's what always makes Oilers Nation special. That's the reason why a site like Oilers Nation existed and can exist and has thrived and grown and whatever in the first place. Like it's because there are at any given point literally thousands of you who are feeling the same type of passion we are. So 
Um, there are either two ways this season goes. It is the most miserable hockey season you've ever, ever seen in your life. And it starts the end of another decade of darkness, which is such a sick, twisted thing to say. Um, or they go 14-0-1 right away here. And, and we're laughing in, in six weeks. I think the championship you know what... DVD will be lit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think you, I think you know which way I'm leaning. Um, Jason says it's the Oilers Nation therapy session, and it's always good to have these. I appreciate everyone who stops in. Son of a gun, I just wish we, uh, I, I wish we talked to each other more when we were happy. <laughs> I'm not a certified therapist, but as I said, as a lifelong Edmontonian, we've been here before. This is not new territory. This is basically when Oilers Nation was created. Tyler, that was a beautiful final soliloquy right there about love for the nation citizens. I can't top that because I agree wholeheartedly. You guys are what makes this fun. Mm. Fan is short for fanatic. That's what we are. We're going to be back in here doing this yeah. dance all over again on Saturday. So get your rest, everybody. It's a late one. It's 1155 at night. Yes, Tyler? I just wanted to, our boy Gavin went and he went through the effort of dressing up because oh, he's yeah. it's the Oilers funeral. So we got to let him show off his nice suit. Gav, buddy, I respect the I respect the dedication to the bit. Hey, yeah, it's the uh, dressing up for the occasion, boys, the uh, Oilers funeral. Yeah, AB, throw the wig on. We're all in this together. Um, yeah, shout out to all you guys sticking through this one with us because uh, we all needed this little therapy session like you guys were saying. Yeah, you tough. look great, Gav. You look absolutely stunning. Thank you. I, Thank you. I might Appreciate have to wear it. all black tomorrow. <laughs> to yeah. Yeah, I know we were talking off air about that. I think that might be the play tomorrow for sure. I'm absolutely disgusted. I love you, Tyler. I love you, Gavin. I love every one of you in the chat. Please subscribe. Like the video. It's been a rough one, people. I'd like to say it will get better, but who knows? Good night. Have a good one, and we'll talk tomorrow.